I said he's leaving, leaving on that midnight train to Brooklyn. First of all, <laughs> you are singing in the key of seven right now. I don't even know. It's not it's even fine. a letter. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't even know where to join you. I was so troubled. All you got to do is come in. I'll meet you. I'll meet you there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, niggas. How's everybody doing? Let me see your outfits. Y'all looking good tonight. <laughs> All right. Ain't no white shoes, no kitten heels. That's it. Shout out to Freddie Jackson. We speak your name. Shout out to it. Alfred Woodard. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do Alfred Woodard. I love Alfred Woodard. I love the fact that she refuses, <laughs> absolutely refuses to wear heels. She, let me tell you what I won't do in any role, on any red carpet, in anything in life. I'm not putting on a hill. Don't ask She's me. She's a veteran. Too. She deserves to she take does. a break from the from the pumps. I think strictly from she's... Holiday Heart. Strictly from Holiday Heart. Oh. She deserved the vacation. She deserved an Emmy for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I so just... did Ving Rams. Thank you, Ving Rams. And butter. Anyway. Oh. What's How up, are you? Sis? I am yet holding on, you know. I don't have Damn. any uh complaints. Uh, it's been a week, but we made it through. We out here. We're grateful. How are you? Um, it's been a week and it's Monday. So <laughs> all day long, you said you have no complaints. I have all the complaints, but I'll save them. I'll keep them to myself. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, like Tamala man. So, <laughs> um, yeah, man, you know, I had to do some traveling this week. I had a death of my family. I had to do some traveling to the southern part of the country, which is always an adventure. Um, but I enjoyed it because, you know, my folks is down here. Um, today was a lot. My flight was delayed not once, but twice, not twice, but three times coming back to this nation's capital. Um, but I made it, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't, you know, God is faithful. And you're in good spirits. You know, because I, I just had to keep myself. I had to do some mind work while I was, cause, while I was, uh, while I was, um, you know, dealing with it because I got through TSA and I got to my gate and it wasn't until I got to my gate that I realized that the flight was delayed. I was like, what? Cause I checked in online. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, dang, my flight was first, it was first delayed an hour. Then it was like an hour and a half and it ended up being two hours. Um, and then it was, um, an two and a half hours. So, um, they didn't really give me a reason and I was really kind of pissed initially but then it was like okay Takia you're all right your stuff is with you thankfully you don't have anything pressing that you need to get right back to um you have your laptop you have uh access to power outlets all you just need to do is find yourself a seat sis and you'll be just fine and I did that I did that and I was really you know I had to pat myself on the back because Takia of yesteryear would have been slamming things around and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and cursing people out and just Breaking honoring and terrible. Listen, <laughs> I'm just, but I said, you know what? I'm going to take the time to find the good in this. And the good was that, you know, there was a Starbucks available for me and there was seats in the Starbucks. I was I had access to not one, but two outlets. And Come on, phone was, and computer. Indeed. And so, Another thing that had the potential to annoy me, but didn't. Um, 
there's no Wi-Fi. There was no free Wi-Fi in the airport that I was in, which I thought was just like, what alternate universe? Like what? It's atrocious. In an international airport, how do you not have public Wi-Fi? Nigga, the train got Wi-Fi now. Did you know that? Exactly. I did know that. Yes. Um, but yeah, so it was like you had to pay eight dollars for a twenty-four hour pass, and I was like, I just don't feel like that is that is something that I'm going to do. But I was like, girl, you're not going to finish it here without no Wi-Fi for two and a half hours. So I went. I tried to purchase it, but it wouldn't go through. So then when I called customer service, the lady offered me a free pass to use the Wi-Fi for my troubles. So I didn't even have to pay for that Wi-Fi, and I oh, said, you know what, God. You just be showing me all the time to just take a deep breath. You just tell me all the time. Get yourself together. One day I'm going to put on that new personality. One day I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing. I applaud you. I admire you. Listen, I am grateful. I'm grateful. um, Because I can say that, you know, I can see some growth in myself. And for that, you know, I'm appreciative. I'm yes. not going to say that I'm not going to say that it won't ever happen again. <laughs> like me being a complete, <laughs> uh, complete brat and just having a tantrum. I can't say that that won't ever happen again. I cannot say that with confidence, but I can say that today I was able to manage my emotions and not have my emotions manage me. And I'm, I'm proud. That's it. I'm proud of you. How's your I'm foot so doing? You. sis? Are you healing? healing? Are you being a good patient? Or are you out here no. doing things you ain't got no business doing? You know, I'm doing the latter. I, um, yes. I went to furious thoughts this weekend. Oh, how Shout was that? I was so Kitty. sad. Oh my God. It was so good. He did so good. He's getting like more amazing each show. Yeah. I've um, seen him. I've seen him at least twice now. I'm excited because I know that he's coming to DC in a couple of weeks and my face will be in the place, but I am so excited. I I know that he is out here just growing. He about to he be the is. next Eddie Murphy or something. He, that's exactly what I thought when he was up on stage. I said, and he had a little Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy outfit. He had on a leather romp him. I loved it. What is it about comedians <laughs> in leather? All <laughs> the comedians have to you do. Know, you're right. Delirious, raw. <laughs> but everybody has a leather set. Martin has a stand up where he's wearing leather. Like, run tell that he's wearing leather. And um, Kevin Hart, like. They love leather on stage. They love leather. That's no shade to our brother. It's no. just an observation. Just an observation. <laughs> and Fury knows that I love him like cook food. He knows we love him. Oh, he had on a mesh shirt underneath the leather. A mesh he. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I said, yes, my little Jamaican. I oh, love him. I'm so proud of him. He was so cute. So he did know, but he did really good. Like my cheeks sincerely hurt. Um, Our good sis Crystal decided that she was going to try to sneak in late. You know, I saw something of that, about that on the snap and I said, oh, dear. <laughs> this heifer, this heifer. Oh, so yeah. I text her earlier in the day and I was like, what time are you going to Fury show? And she's like, I'm going to get there around this time. Okay, cool. Um, So she came in and I don't know why she thinks she's low. <laughs> so she walks across because you know how the auditorium is set up. So then you hear one clap and then everybody cheers and She's like ducking and hiding. Like this one time I saw Babs from the band when she was ducking and hiding behind this fitted. Let them fight. Ain't nobody worried about you, Babs. Let them fight. Let them fight. (laughs) I love that you can reference that with me. I love Babs. She's like my favorite. 
Babs was funny until I. Anyway, so um, <laughs> yes, yeah, no, love Babs. So no, nah, she came in, ran up the stairs. Everybody's cheering and clapping. Sophia came off the stage, came right up the stairs, sat next to her, and then walked away and called her a nigga. <laughs> Listen, that reminds me that I will have to definitely be on time on, not that anyone's going to recognize me, but I think he's coming to D.C. on June the 10th. So if you have not purchased your ticket, you better get out from under the rock where you've been living, honey, and get now. over to the Eventbrite and get your tickets because you're going thoughts. To be in for a treat. I think it's going to be at Gallaudet, yeah, Gallaudet University. And our brother Asante opens for him so you know that's amazing he comes out doing a little ditty bop you know what i'm saying so little tay bop our good brother and producer indeed so yeah shout out to them um i'm so proud of them for all that they're doing they're doing such an amazing job with it so that was yes, that was yes, my weekend but the oh but the foot yeah out a nigga wore i wore a sneaker unacceptable <sighs> I'm so glad that you saved that detail to later because we wouldn't even have made it to talking about Fury Show because you have. I know, right? (laughs) How in the world do you expect your foot to heal properly? You all right? Keep ahead. Keep right ahead. You walk. You gonna have a limp like you gonna have a limp like Miss Sophia? That's not cute. Okay, you're gonna be walking around here like Miss Sophia from the color purple, dragging your foot behind you. That's actually what I look like right now. Unacceptable. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's gonna be funny. It's gonna be funny. We're gonna have somewhere to, to go and I'm gonna have on a pump and you're gonna be dragging your foot like Miss Sophia. I'm like, just happy to be here. <laughs> a mess. A mess. I had to rot in that jail. I had almost rot to death. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, I know what it's like. I know what it's like. <laughs> Wanna sing and have it beat out and- you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to do I this know, right Miss Silly. I know. Don't trade places with where I've been. It ain't worth it. Don't do it. It ain't worth it. Shout out to Alice Walker yeah. for these timeless, timeless words that were forever etched in my memory. I will be able to recite the color purple until well, the end until of time. Like, that's really it. That's really it. It's a national anyway. treasure. Like, let's actually do what we've actually been sent here to let's do. Let's actually work. Let's, let's get actually, there. Let's actually do that. Um, so, Oh, before we, um, before we get into our graduation announcements, we want to say make sure you thank you for everybody who comments, who likes us, Absolutely. who rates us. I see you all getting busy on Facebook because, you know, Facebook is, a, you know, it's slow building. It's slow building. Yes, but, but we're growing. We are. We are growing on Instagram, growing on Facebook. Thank you all. Your support means so much to us. Make sure you continue to share the show, like it, um, rate it five stars, rate it five stars on iTunes because that's what's going to keep us going and help to get some of those sponsorships in here. And um yeah, so thank you so much so far for all you guys' support. Let's keep that going. And um, also, uh, sis, do you want to? Yes, I would. Um, before we get into this week's show, I wanted to take the time to dedicate this show to um, uh, the young man from Bowie State University who was very, very tragically murdered on the campus of the University of Maryland College Park. Um this past Sunday morning. Um, his name was Richard Collins the third. Is mm-hmm. that? Yep. Um, he was a student, 
a black student at Bowie State University, scheduled to graduate uh, on um, May 23rd. So uh, this week, um, he just was recently commissioned as a lieutenant in the United States Army and was scheduled to receive his degree in business administration from Bowie. He was visiting a friend at the University of Maryland College Park and was waiting for an Uber um, when he was leaving campus was approached by a, a University of Maryland student um, who uh, said something or asked him to move or told him to get out of the way. Um, and this is all, you know, the reports that are on online and on the news. Um, they're not exactly sure what was said between the two of them, um, but uh, the, UM, the University of Maryland student stabbed um, Richard um, in the chest and he later died in the hospital um, and uh, today there's been reports that the young University of Maryland student who is now in custody for first first and second degree murder without bond was a part of a um, white supremacy group on Facebook um, and oh, I just wanted to address this um, as someone who recently graduated from the University of Maryland campus, University of Maryland College Park campus, um, and someone who has been a student and an employee of the of the university for the last four years. Um, I, unfortunately, I have to say that I, I am not entirely surprised that something like this has happened. It is tragic. Um, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, there have been a lot of um, tragic events, uh, tragic, unnecessary, despicable, distasteful, disgusting things that have happened on the University of Maryland campus in the last few years. Um, And um, all of them being, you know, racially charged um, incidents between white students and students of color on the campus. And um, I just wanted to dedicate the show to... Uh, the family of, of Richard Collins and all the students of Bowie State, especially those students in the class of 2017 that will be walking, receiving their degrees tomorrow. Um, my thoughts and prayers uh, go out to everyone um, who knew Richard, um, mm-hmm. all the students of Bowie State, um, all the faculty and staff of <laughs> Bowie State. Um, and I can't, I can't imagine, you know, what you're feeling right now, but um, please know that, uh, you know, Jade and I are, you know, thinking of you, praying for you. Um, Absolutely. And I'm just tired. I'm tired of all of this. Like, like I have to be, I have to be honest. And I mean, I'm laughing, Absolutely. but this is not at all a laughing matter. Um, the thing about it is when you have a series of events that happens at a particular place um, with the same motive behind each thing, you need to do something. Like, I understand that you can't control people, but you got to do something and nothing is being done and nothing is being said and things are being swept under the rug. And it's it's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? And it shows that there is not a value on black lives. And, you know, it, it makes me even more infuriated because I'm. I'm like, you all are sitting up here and this all lives matter pisses me off and black students are getting killed every day. And y'all don't have nothing to say about it. You're not doing anything. You're not you're not posting anything. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to make any statements. Your campus has a problem and you need to address it. So and um, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So our I'm condolences. Sorry, no, you're fine. Our condolences to the family. Um of Richard and our deepest thoughts, prayers, and sympathies are with you all. Uh, 
University um, of Maryland, you yeah. got to do something. Go ahead. They Susan. are actually. I wanted to to shout out um, the students who have actually, and I think it's just like yes. brilliant. And and for me, it's an example of what we have actually talked about on the show in terms of reacting versus response responding. Um, yeah. In this case, there's a lot of room for reaction here because you know mm-hmm. another case. You know, as Jay said, another example of how, you know, people have people are showing that, you know, black black lives are disposable. Like they they don't they're not valued. Um, they're not uh, cherished. They're not protected. Um, and. Over the last three years or so, Maryland has has there there have been really big issues on Maryland's campus um, that administration has just consistently pushed and swept under the rug. Um, in March of 2015, a white member of Kappa, Kappa Sigma fraternity uh, sent out an email that promoted rape culture and also used derogatory terms to describe people of color. It was like a white frat party email. I'm sure if you do your Googles, you can mm-hmm. find it. it mm-hmm. It's frat mm-hmm. party said, you know, the invitation was just like, you know, um, they just made jokes about no means no and and about, you know, black bitches not being welcome or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, and um May of last year, 2016, University of Maryland police pepper sprayed into a black graduation party on campus. Um, in April 2017, students in a Terps for Trump group chalked anti-dreamer messages um, um, such as deport the dreamers all over campus. This was in response to the um, the Dream Act uh, um, in May of 2017. Just this last month, a noose, a noose was found. Um, Hanging, actually this month, a noose was found hanging in the Phi Capital located on Fraternity Row. Um, so, and and now we have have uh, a murder like that actually took place yeah. on campus right outside of Montgomery Hall. Um, students at the University of Maryland have taken to Twitter to make their voices heard, um, and I think it's amazing. Um, it there's a hashtag you can you if you search it you'll see Fear the Turtle. These are students of color who are using. Um, that hashtag to chronicle instances and in, in, um, experiences on campus where they have been racially profiled or have experienced uh, discrimination or prejudice um, in any in any way, shape, form or fashion. Um, and someone on Twitter, one of our uh, listeners actually reached out to me and asked me to comment on this. Um, I think his name is uh, underscore Rob Q. Um mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, as far as like what my thoughts were, um, the only thought that the first thought that came to mind is like, you know, correct. Like this is actually genius to me because it calls out. Um, I think it's a smart way that stu- students are actually chronicling their experiences on a campus that has tried its very best to sweep all of this stuff under the rug. And it is and it's done so in a way that literally cannot be ignored. It gives parents and legislators and investors and partners the literal footing to ask the hard questions and call mm-hmm. the president of this university um, and other people in executive administration to task. Like we need to we need to know, um, you know, putting what's happening on this campus on a national platform um, and then, you know, asking what is being done in response to it. Um, Absolutely. So I think that it's genius. I support everyone who, um, you know, has used the platform to share their experience. I hope that people are being, um, you know, as open and as honest and as truthful as uh, they can be so that we can really get it all out there. And um, 
I know that this is something that has gotten national traction. Even today, I saw um, Ava DuVernay tweeting about it. I know mm-hmm. some of the other major media outlets have picked it up. So, uh, yeah, I think it's um, I think it's a great example of reacting versus responding because this is this is a very smart and tactical way that students mm-hmm. are getting their voices heard without setting anything on fire. Um, exactly. And and in this case, I think they would be within their rights to do so. Not telling y'all to set nothing on fire, <laughs> but um, you know, I think that this is a really smart way to get uh, um, um, this issue the national attention that it deserves um, so that, you know, Richard Richard's uh, senseless death um, hopefully be we can... properly addressed. Yeah, man. And it, it, like, make it mean something. I'm glad it that means it something, but, you know, I hope that it could happen. I, ho- I hope I'm not... I'm, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. His, his death absolutely means something, but I just want it you know, right. I want this response. I want I want our response to to have you know to light a, sustainable, a fire under right, right. sustainable right. Um, impact on an issue that definitely definitely needs to be addressed. So, those are my thoughts. If you guys have thoughts, if you um, feel free to send us an email or tweet us. Um, definitely check out the Fear the Turtle hashtag. Definitely retweet it. I just want to get as much momentum behind this thing as I possibly can. Um, please, please keep the Collins family in your prayers. Keep all the students, staff and faculty um, at uh, Bowie State in your prayers as, you know, they try to move forward um, after such a terrible, 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 hor- horrible, tragic thing has happened. Yeah. My sister's popping right now, like. Shout out to my sis. More graduation announcements. And shout out to everybody who told us that they enjoyed the graduation announcements. Yeah. We enjoyed them too. Um, and, you know, no shade. We're also very glad that those of you who are appreciative of the timestamp, <laughs> um, <laughs> appreci- you know, we, we appreciated that feedback as well. And we will definitely include another timestamp because we had another cool, uh, another bunch of graduation shout outs to get through. But we're excited because y'all are out here doing major things and we want to acknowledge you all and we will jump right into it right now. Oh, go ahead, sis. Right this second. Um, hello, Jade and Kia. Firstly, your podcast is everything. I'd like to give a graduation shout out to my daughter, Ashley, uh, and her friends, Dre, Jalen, Micaeus, Khadidra, and Jasmine. They'll be graduating on June 10th from Asheville High School. And as you can see from the picture, they're all going to college. So very proud of them. They're black excellence. One proud mama, Jasmine. And she included Aww. a picture of all of the graduates with their caps, their gowns, and their t- their t-shirts of the schools that they're going to. They it's so, so cute. cute. They look so cute. Congratulations, y'all. Beautiful. Yes, I'm all proud of y'all. Let me, get my, let me get my Kia on. Shout out to Ashley, Dre, Jalen, Micaeus, Kad- Kadaria, Sedaria, Sedaria. I said Sedaria. that very wrong. I said Kadidra. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Sedaria okay. and Jasmine. Shout out to all of you all. Congratulations on your college journeys. You cheated because these are all listed chronologically. Last week, it I was skipping through. It doesn't matter and you, you sound mad about it. No, you actually sound wrong about it because you are. Moving right along. <laughs> Our next emails, it reads, Hi, Jade and Kia. Love your show. F all the haters and keep it pushing. That's what we'll do. (laughs) (laughs) Don't try to beat me to it, nigga. (laughs) You sound real mad. Anyway, I like to share. Oops, oops, you're mad. You're so pissed. You're pissed. Shut your mouth. Shut your your stinking mouth. Anyway. 
I'd like to shout out my sister, Joni Demuro. She is my baby sister and she is graduating from the University of Essex in England. All right, of course. International. We are global. England. Oh, she's graduating on July 18th, 2017 with a degree in marketing. Thanks to her, I get to travel to Europe for a week in July. Yes. Someone do it. Um, Love her big sister, uh, Denny. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, shout out to you, Denny, and shout out to you, Joni. Can I go I to the graduation? Right? I always I know, I want to come too. I've never been to London Town and I really, really want to go. You know, and I'm gonna give it to the people of London because they're going through the same thing we're going through. We're going through uh through tr- th- this Trump bullshit and they are going through Brexit. So help us God. Extra shout out to you all. Oh, the next God. one is from Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, dear Jaden Kia, I'd like to give a shout out to my good sis, Shekana Sims, for the awesome job she's done in her first year of teaching. So awesome that she was nominated for not one, but two Teacher of the Year awards. Hey. One nomination is for the new Teacher of the Year award for Meadowbrook High School in Chesterfield County, Virginia. The other is the beginning Teacher of the Year award for Chesterfield County, Virginia. Brittany Sadler. Congratulations yes. to you. It's either Shekana or Shekina. I think it's Shekina. Or Shekina. Shekina, girl, you out here One teaching. Of, you better teach these right? kids. I'm not mad. And shout out to you, Brittany, for the email. Yes, thank uh, you so much. Dear Jaden Kia, hey, first cousins. Hey, what girl. Up? First and foremost, I want to give honor to God who is the head of my life. You better go ahead and give him. <laughs> she got the award in her hand. <laughs> first and foremost, I'd like to thank you God. For all protocols. these blessings, I nothing love would be it. possible without him. This young lady is from the church, honey. I love her because that's how I we love do it. things. Even honor to God, who was the head of my life, to my pastor. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm going to continue reading. First and foremost, I want to give honor to God, who is the head of my life. I also want to give honor to God for this podcast. <laughs> it's a blessing, and I listen every week as I sit at my desk at work. And let me tell you, it helps me get through the day. That's what we here Come for. On. Sis. I right. want to give a shout out to my father. Scott S. Jefferson III. Let me tell you, this man is amazing. He recently graduated from John Marshall School of Law in Chicago with his LLM in intellectual property. This is his fourth, yes, I said fourth degree. He also holds a doctor of jurisprudence from John Marshall School of Law, as well as a BS and an MBA from West Virginia. When he decided to obtain his LLM in his 60s, oops. <laughs> <laughs> She said, don't say that on the air, but listen, don't tell him that I have messed up. Kia's mama don't listen, so it's fine. Listen, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that, (laughs) Mr. Jack, Mr. Jefferson. Wait, and she put eyeball emoji. She did. Like, girl, you got to put that before the phrase. I'm stressed out. Don't say this next part. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say this, the part that follows. You can't put that after. Because, girl, we got to read. Okay. <laughs> I told him he was just showing off. He said he was bored and needed to stimulate his mind. He has been such an inspiration in my life and my sister's lives. Because of his influence, my sister Latoya obtained a JD with the focus in corporate law. And I, one year ago this month, obtained my JD with the focus in environmental, natural resources, energy, and utilities law from Indiana universities. And we have one more sister on her way. Thank you so much for taking the time to read these graduation shout outs. They consistently make me smile. And I'm so proud of us as a people to be obtaining these degrees. Much love to you, ladies. Dina, uh, P.S. Oh, I won't read that. (laughs) (laughs) 
But <laughs> hey, Dina girl, I'm so sorry that I had um let you definitely uh I'm so sorry that I uh, spilled the tea on dad's age, but that's okay because he is out here slaying. He has four degrees. We should all know that he is as uh brilliant as he, as he is. Um, at the very young age of 60. Um, thank you very much. So, yeah, thanks for the Congratulations email. Congratulations to you, Dr. Scott S. Jefferson III. Yes, Like, indeed. I feel like when niggas are named stuff like that, like, it's on, like you, they have to do great things. You can't have somebody named that and then they just work at, like, Family Dollar. Listen. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to him. I love shout him. Out. Can he shout be my out. dad? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love my dad. Hey cousins, my name hey. is Dominique. Let me say praise the Lord niggas. I'm currently living in South Korea. Y'all global. Yes, oh. <laughs> you better believe it. Write it down, girl. That's right. Come on, Globe. And love listening to you on my way to work and when I have downtime. Now that we got that out the way, I just want to shout out two sisters. One is my friend Raven Cockley, soon to be Dr. Cockley. She just finished her first year on the road to earning her PhD at the University of Georgia, and I'm so freaking proud of her. She's such a genuine and amazing woman, and I truly appreciate our friendship. She encourages me to be a better person, and I love that we can have our shady moments together as well, because those are the best. Mm -hmm. She practices part of her activism through research and highlighting the issues that Black women go through, especially in academia since... Oh, excuse me, because... <laughs> <laughs> the whites be tripping. But right. I just want to shout out my golden girl and all her awesome, brilliant black girlness. Love you, Raven. The second is my little sister, Erica Haynes. She's moving up the educational ladder and will be starting middle school next yeah. year. Yes. I'm kind of nervous because kids are terrible, especially at that age. And I don't want to end up on World Star dragging someone's child down the street because it's possible. But I know she will be great. She will also... <clears throat> Excuse me. She was also accepted into the performing arts program at her middle school for singing. Yes. Look out for my pookie on the billboard charts. I'm so proud of her and all the wonderful things she will accomplish. Thank you for reading my email. Signed, a super proud black girl. Yay. Congratulations to you, Raven Cockley, soon to be Dr. Cockley, and also Erica on your journey into middle school, into so junior precious. high. So cute, so cute, so cute. Jade, Kia, sis. <laughs> she actually all that. caps that's the salutation in the email thank you y'all are popping thank you <laughs> thank you so much for this outlet i'll try to keep this short oh girl let me you, you i'll just <laughs> you, didn't. you didn't at all but that's okay i would like to shout out my very best friend of 10 plus years Letitia Austin, a.k.a. Monifa Insider, on her very recent accomplishment of completing and graduating from the nursing program at Southwest Baptist University in Springfield, Missouri. She is a military wife and mother of two knucklehead boys. My God, babies. It has been a long process, but she has finally reached her goal. Regardless of all the minor setbacks that prolong her success, I want her to know that I love her and I am immensely proud of her. Go, best friend. That's my best friend. I would also like to shout out my one and only baby girl who will be graduating from elementary school on May 25th. Yay! Yay! She said, insert mama clap. That's why we clap. Anyway, exactly she knows my addiction to y'all show and it would be make her day to hear her name. <clears throat> well, listen up, boo-boo, because here it comes. Rhythm, Rhythm Armani, Armani Rhythm Proctor. Armani Proctor. Girl, you better go ahead. Rhythm Armani Proctor. Mommy is so proud of you. One down, sweetheart. Many more to come. She would also like to acknowledge herself for completing all her required prerequisites this May with the 4.0. She it. is officially eligible to apply. Not her daughter. This is mom. <laughs> Rhythm didn't do this. This is mom. Now. <laughs> um, mom will is will be eligible to apply to the RDMS program 
registered diagnostic medical sonography, which I uh, have and we'll find out in June if I've been selected. Um, so it's a nationally ranked program, ranked higher than the Mayo Clinic. Um, and yeah, we're going to wrap it up there. And that email is from Queenie Proctor. Thank you, Queenie, for the email. And thanks yes. for these beautiful pictures of Letitia and Baby Baby Rhythm. She is She's so cute with this bow. Indeed. My mother would love that. Rhonda lived for a bow. Every time <laughs> now, every time she sees a little girl with a bow, she's like, yeah, look at her bow. I'd be like, girl, anyway. Why the bow? Why the bow? <laughs> like, why? So many Rhonda, things with the bow. I didn't even have no hair. Rhonda was just wrapping rhythm, ribbons around my scalp. It was oppressive. Anyway. Shout out to you, Miss Queenie, and shout out to uh, Letitia and Rhythm once again. Thanks for the email. Absolutely. Moving along. Hey, Jade and Kia, I love y'all. I just want to shout out my cousin and my close friend. I'm so proud of them for getting their master's in a year. My cousin Nicolette Hamilton got her bachelor's at WSSU in sports management, then went on to get her master's in business administration. My friend Destiny Anderson got her bachelor's at the University at Albany in business and her master's in accounting in an accelerated program at George Washington University. Black Girl Magic. Seven days a week. Come on. 365. <laughs> Shout out to you, Nicolette and Destiny. Yes. And Praise you, Kendra, the Lord. for writing in. Yes. Thank you, Kendra. Praise the Lord, niggas. My name is Chandra. Hey, Chandra. Hey, Chandra. One, I love the show. Yes. One, I love the show so much. As a young 23-year-old, I'm struggling to understand this grown thing. However, I appreciate y'all's help. I would like to shout out my sister friend, Stephanie... Hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do not want to mess this up. Agimang. I'm so sorry, Stephanie. Sorry, Girl. sorry. We're so sorry. Woo, I apologize. That was probably terrible. We'll Stephanie graduated May 20th, 2017 from the Morehouse School of Medicine and was matched with Family Medicine. She will be moving to Orange Park, Florida for her residency. Honestly, she's my motivation. Her little brother, one of my best friends, Emmanuel, passed away last year from osteosarcoma. She persevered to finish this degree because I don't think anyone else would have had the strength to do so. I love her so much and I'm so proud of her. And I know Emmanuel is also proud. Thank you guys for acknowledging my sister friend, Stephanie. Thank you, Lashandra, for this email. And um, Stephanie... Congratulations to you. I'm super proud of you. I know from personal experience how hard that must have been for you. So I'm very, very, very proud of you. And I'm wishing you the best on your residency, sis. Absolutely. And LaShondra, you're dope for supporting her through that. Um, all right. April Scott. Hi, Jade and Kia. My name is April and I'm a huge fan of your podcast. As a current doctoral student, shout out to Team Typing Fast. I can shout relate out. to so many of Kia's experiences mm -hmm. navigating this academic hazing and find both of your words of encouragement, something to look forward to each week. Thank you so much. I absolutely love that you dedicate the beginning of each show to show love to recent graduates, as I'm sure it serves as motivation to so many out there to keep pushing, especially myself. I'm writing you not to announce a graduate, but to tell you and your listeners about it. Opportunity. Go ahead. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, 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 it, it is no shade, I promise. Uh, but to tell you and your listeners about an opportunity. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. This is dope. Yeah. That I believe would be helpful for them, especially those who are considering pursuing a graduate degree. As you know, the process of applying to graduate school can be daunting and overwhelming, and sometimes students may not be aware of all the steps needed to take to prepare for the application process. All right. Listen up. Please. In hopes to address this issue and to increase the number of minorities in higher education, 
Auburn University's Black Graduate Student Association, in partnership with the Office of Inclusion and Diversity and Graduate School, have established the Graduate Diversity Campus Experience, DICE. The DICE program provides an opportunity for students from underrepresented groups to learn about various graduate and professional degree programs offered at Auburn University. Excuse me. Participants will attend professional development workshops that will provide them with the skills and resources needed to strengthen their graduate school application, such as mock interviews and a review of their personal statement. Oh, and it's free. Free! The program pays for lodging and food for the entire weekend. The participants only pay for travel. This year's Graduate Diversity Campus Experience Program will be held September 21st through the 24th. The application deadline is Wednesday, July 12th at 11.59 p.m. Those who are interested can find more information about the program by going to bgpsa.auburn.edu and clicking on the DICE link. You can also contact the program chair at kbp0013 at tigermail.auburn.edu. We'll make sure we put all of that information in the description box. And uh, we thank you so much, April, for writing in. We think that is wonderful. That is something that people can take advantage of. And if we can spread love, then we need to do so. If we can spread opportunities as a people, that's what we're all about. Absolutely. And the program, um, the DICE program sounds like an amazing opportunity for those students who may be considering graduate school, but may not know what all of their options are. And this is an opportunity for you to actually spend some time on a campus and talk to actual graduate students and get some face-to-face contact with students and faculty at Auburn. Um, And it's free. Um, All you have to do is get yourself there. Um, So I think if uh, you're interested, like, like we said, we will leave the information in the description box below, not below, but, yeah, below, or yeah. y'all know how to get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I know that Auburn is not the only school that does this. Um, I used to run a program like this when I was working at Columbia. I have, um, so I will probably, I will try to put a list together of other programs that are going on at other institutions. Um, but yeah, major shout out to you, April, for making us aware of this. Um, Absolutely. And um, tweet us if you guys tweet us or send us an email. If you guys want to know more information, we have an announcement letter. We can uh, send a link to that or we can tweet a link to that or, um, you know, we'll make sure that you get it if you want it. Thanks again, April. This is dope. Thank you so much. And it was no shade in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We just want to make sure we want to make sure that we read in what we supposed to read and not, you know, some other stuff. Absolutely. The next email says, hey, cousins, Jade and Kia. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. First off. I love your show. Thanks for being such a positive light and sharing your wisdom. I think it's hilarious that people think that I have wisdom when I can't even I get myself to work to one time most days. But Every God day. bless them. We thank God. Oh. We thank God. <laughs> anyway, um, sharing your wisdom on how to get through this thing called adult life. My name is Destiny, and I'm writing today to send a big congratulations to a wonderful woman that I am proud to call my friend. Erica Lane graduated this past weekend from Tulane University with a Master's of Science in Cellular and Molecular Biology. Welcome to the land of master's degrees and typing fasts. I can't wait to watch her accomplish all of the goals she has set for herself. So, Rumi, here's to you. Congratulations. You did it. Love your Rumi. Destiny. Oh, yeah, baby. Erica, what is you doing, baby? Erica's graduating, baby. (laughs) Erica, son. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to y'all. Shout out to Destiny. And shout out to um, Erica. And shout out to Jade having a moment right now. 
<laughs> Hi, Jada Kia. My name is Bria May, and I'd first like to thank. Oh, excuse me. I did what? not. Yeah. I'm, it is. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'd first like to say that not only were you ladies just what the podcast community needed, but you have been just what I needed to get me through this last month of college. Thank you, girl. Thank you for supporting and listening to my foolishness. You ladies are amazing. Tangent. Kia, I have consistently been telling people to stop playing in my face. (laughs) It's very important. You got to do it with the hand, too, because Kia got got the nails and she'd be like, stop playing in my face. Stop playing in my face. Everybody out my face. Now for the shout out. I'd like to recognize myself as I've just graduated from the University of Colorado Boulder with a BA in English and a leadership certificate. I'd also like to shout out my sister, Aisha May, who also just graduated from the University of Colorado Boulder. She received a BA in history and graduated with Latin honors. My sister is my inspiration because she also fought and beat Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer her freshman year of college and has consistently been a stellar student, human being and in remission for three years. Won't he do it? That is a blessing. Yes, he can. Together. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I just mixed Obama with. Uh, <laughs> yes, we can. With, with religion. Yes. Si se puede. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're ruining Opa. this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're ruining this. Please. Please continue to read. I'm sorry. This is beautiful. This I'm sorry. Gorgeous. Together, we will both be attending the University of Colorado's law school in the fall with merit scholarships. Go on. Thank you for taking the time to read this lengthy shout out. So congratulations to you, Bria. Congratulations to your sister, um, Aisha. Both of you all are doing your thing. And a special, special shout out to your sister for being so strong and getting through such a, a trying time. Man. Right? You better beat Hodgkin's di- dis- disease, but just beat beat it behind, like beat all it over, tear it up, Because she's gorgeous listen. too. On top of it, she's beautiful, and she came out unscathed, honey, with this photo sitting here sickening, with this perched left foot in this pose. I see you, girl. You're yes, doing it. Do it in the Mary Jane. Yes. Indeed, and I know y'all going tear things up at the University of Colorado's law school. With these merit scholarships, y'all better continue to type fast and be sickening and continue to tell the niggas to stop playing in your face because they don't need to be in your face. With the hand. That's it. Moving right along. <clears throat> oh, this is a special one. Hi, Jaden Kia. My name is Siobhan. Love the podcast. Literally feel like I'm sitting with my sisters. I want to shout out myself. I graduated on May 12th. 2017 from the University of Miami with a Bachelor of Arts in Biology and a minor in Religious Studies. Short testimony. Jesus did it! (laughs) In my Tasha Cobb's voice with all the runs. I started school back in 2004, was almost done in 2009, only one semester left, but life. I didn't think I would be able to finish and God opened every door and granted me so much favor for this last semester. So all praise to him and shout outs to the new, to the few friends and family who knew I went back and prayed me through. Keep up this fantabulous podcast. Love y'all. Shout out to you, Siobhan. This one is pretty special because Siobhan is my boo. Oh, this is Siobhan. This is Siobhan, Keisha's cousin that danced in the wedding. Oh, oh, this is Allison's sister. That's Allison's sister. Little twin. 
Allison. Okay, so I love Allison, and her sister looks just like her. Allison is a photographer. Allison Mache. She's also like Miss Jamaica, Florida, all kinds of stuff. So shout, I'm gonna give a little shout out to her too. Um, but shout out to you, Siobhan. Congratulations, boo. You are special because you are part of the family by default. Indeed. I'm so proud of you. You went back to school. You didn't let anything stop you. You made it through. And Jesus did it, sis. Keep sure did. on keeping on, daughter of Zion. All right. I see you on the Snapchat until the next time you visit, which better be soon. All right. Love you, Siobhan. I was giving you background music. I see. I see. Yeah. Girl, read. <laughs> we, got, we got three more. Come on now. Hey, y'all. My name is Rhea, and I'd love to give a shout out to my right hand and bestie since middle school, Regina. She recently, they sound like a fun bunch. Can you imagine two best friends named Rhea and Regina? They sound like they cut up. She recently graduated from Virginia Westland University and earned her certification and BA to be a therapeutic recreational specialist. She also started her own small business in Merlin for mm. vaginal womb health and wellness. Ugh, so many need that. It's called Lotus Living and she, <laughs> I'm immature. And she creates all natural blends <laughs> for Yanni steaming. Yoni. Yoni, Yanni, nigga, okay. tomato, tomato. Okay. You can reach her on lotusliving.net and at lotus.ka on Instagram. I got to promote her because that's what friends are for. And I'm so proud of her. She inspires me to be a better person, a.k.a. get my shit together. Amen. And her hard work was definitely worth it. But thank you for the podcast. You always speak on topics that I need to hear and can relate to. Shout out to you all for being amazing. Thank you, Rhea. Shout out to you, Regina. Yes, Rhea and Regina. Get your life. This is long. Okay. <laughs> uh, the hey, second to last one, guys. Yes. Hey, RJ and Auntie Kia. I would like to give a magnificently magical shout out to my soul sister, Tiffany Co- Corinne. Oh, sorry. Roll that R. Tiffany Corinne. Corinne. <laughs> she said, she said roll that R. <laughs> roll that R. <laughs> Tiffany Corinne Martinez, a beautiful Dominican gym from the Bronx. Yes. Tiffany and I became college besties after we collaborated to create a training for freshman students at Suffolk University in Boston around the dynamics of race in the media. That's mm. what's up. From there, we fuck shit up at just about every Black Lives Matter <laughs> protest in the city of Boston. Yes. Even the occasional waking each other up at night to throw on some sweatpants and join the impromptu marches. Tiffany has overcome a multitude of roadblocks, speed bumps, and tragedy of losing an extremely close family member, but it's never stopped her drive, including breaking the internet in the final months of college with hashtag hints after she was accused of plagiarism by a professor who assumed her scholarly work was copied and pasted. They mm. should have known not to mess with the force of nature and a McNair scholar, shout out to McNair scholars, who right. presented at multiple national conferences and has had her research published. Hashtag please have a seat. Tiff exposed something that many students of color face on a constant basis, having to prove and overcompensate the legitimacy of our work based off the fact that an educator doesn't believe us to be capable of producing such high caliber work. We both love Suffolk University for the opportunities it's given us, but sometimes you have to hold the ones you love accountable for their actions. Despite all the BS, Tiffany continued to fight for all things social justice for people of color, women, LGBTQ community. LGBTQ community, sorry, and educational equality, gaining the support of more than 200 professors around the country, including Dr. Mark Lamar Hill. I'm extremely proud to say that on Sunday, May 21st, the year of our Lord, 2017, <laughs> Tiffany graduated magna cum laude from hey. Suffolk University with a Bachelor's of Science and Sociology with a concentration in Youth and Community Studies. 
and a minor in advertising. Tiff is so badass that she was accepted to a number of master's programs, but turned down some of the best to attend Columbia University's Master's of Sociology program this fall, focusing on race and racism in education policies. Let the church say amen. She said that, not me. (laughs) I'm so proud of my dear friend and can't wait to see all that she does in this next chapter of her life. Thanks. Crystal. Thanks. That's signed Crystal Chandler. Who would also like to give herself a shameless shout out for being the commencement speaker of my graduation class <coughs> 2015 at Suffolk University. That's all. Love y'all. Thanks for being unapologetically magical every week. Thank you so much for sending that, Crystal. And thank you, Tiffany Corrine Martinez. Corrine. We apologize for saying your name incorrectly. Thank you for all the awesome things that you have done Word. to shake things up at Suffolk uh, University. I'm super proud of you. Thank you so much for listening. Love you down, girl. Word. Y'all are doing y'all are doing things I'm not doing. Still. <laughs> Ain't that it? Because let me tell you, I'm not marching for these next. Hey Jade and Kia. My name hey. is Mark Anthony. Oh, that's that holds a special place in my heart. Yes, my mother's extra. I want to give myself a shout out because after a three-year break, switch schools and switch major, my ass finally walked across the stage at Cal State Northridge with a BA in art with a focus in illustration. Hashtag team type and fast. Love the podcast. Thanks for all the laughs. Thank you. And that's from Mark Hernandez. Shout out to you, Mark, An- Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. Shout out to you. And everybody graduated to Cal State Northridge. Thank you all. That completes our graduation announcements for this episode. Again, we send all of our congratulations and well wishes and love and support to all the graduates and all the families that yes. are supporting you. Um, y'all keep up the hard work, you know, because the hard work begins now. Graduating is just the beginning. Ooh, but adulting is it feels welcome. like the end. Welcome, to the, <laughs> welcome to the end, daughter. It feels Daughters like and sons. Welcome to your hell. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can do it. You can stumble your way through it just like Jade and I are doing each and every day. So let's baby get into calves. Listen. <laughs> Listen, baby calves. Baby calves. What are legs? What are they? I don't we don't know. know how to use them. <laughs> so we're gonna do something a little different this week. We're going to just like focus on the honesty box. We're gonna yeah, we've pick got a couple. Quite a few. Yeah, we've yeah. got a few. We're gonna read them down um, and just make those the meat of the show. Um, yes. We'll put in the honesty box on the kitchen table yet again because I'm sure you know how we do. We're gonna have tangents. We're gonna have stories. So let's just kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> honestly, truly. And uh, the, the some of some of the emails that we got they they cover a nice well rounded um, various topics. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Hi, Kia and Jade. I just want to let you know that I've been loving the Getting Grown podcast, and I look forward to hearing you both every week. Thank you. I love all your tangents and witty banter, but especially hearing your different perspectives on life. This week was a great episode for me to hear since I've recently outgrown a few people who had previously been central figures in my life. I'm writing today to ask you both for any thoughts and or advice you might have for what I've gone through in the last few years. About four years ago, I started hanging out with a really close guy friend I'd met at work. We'd spend a lot of time together in each other's apartments, sometimes spending the night, but never had any sort of physical relationship. A lot of our friends and even some of my family assumed we were a couple, but that we just didn't want to announce it to anyone. To be honest, I thought he was interested in me and was just afraid to express it. We talked about the possibility of being more than friends, but it was always just hypothetical. 
Eventually, after being best friends for about two years, we were in the car one morning and he said that he'd had something he wanted to tell me, but that he was just too afraid to say it. Damn, it's late. I told him to just say whatever he needed to say. He then told me he would be interested in being in a relationship with me, but I was, in his words, a little too thick and that he thought it would be a problem. Mm. I immediately told him that we could never be in a relationship because I would always be too self-conscious around him now to ever have a physical relationship with him. This was particularly hard for me because I've never been in a serious relationship and I've never even had sex. I've always been self-conscious about my body and I never let myself get too close to anyone for fear of being hurt and rejected, just like my best friend was doing now. He felt terrible for what he said, but the damage was done. Our friendship never recovered and the last couple of guys I tried to date haven't lasted more than three months. None of them were bad guys. It has always been my issues that were standing in my way. I'm now a 27-year-old virgin who's never been in a relationship. I see all my friends around me getting married and starting families, and I'm afraid that I'll never be able to get out of my own way to allow myself to be happy. Do you believe, uh, do you beautiful ladies have any thoughts and or advice that might help me to get past this? I'm always doubtful of myself, and I keep thinking that the next guy I date is going to feel the same way about my body. I know I should feel comfortable in my skin no matter what my size is. How do I get there? Love you, ladies, and I'll be waiting on that merch. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, thank you for writing in. Thank you. Um, and sharing so much, because I know that that's not always an easy thing to do. Um, what do you... Um, you go first, sis. This is a lie. Um, yeah. It's a lot to first, first and foremost, sis, uh, I don't want you to shame yourself. Um, for being 27 and not being in a relationship or being a virgin. Like, that's not, I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong and I'm, I hope that I'm not projecting anything onto you. Um, but I'm hearing that, you know, just, you know, some of the words that you you've used, um, you're feeling some shame about, about that. And I personally don't believe that that, that is something that you need to be ashamed of. I think a lot of people uh, think that relationships are something that we are supposed to be in. Um, and it's not healthy for us not to be in them. But I happen to be of the belief that <clears throat> we, we experiences present themselves when we are ready for them. And, um, it's okay for you to take some time and work on yourself before, uh, you know, connecting to another person. Um, I have had to learn the hard way that the most successful relationships, um, are between two whole people. (laughs) Um, so there is something, um, to be said for taking some time to intentionally work on, um, addressing your issues and don't have and don't be ashamed of the issues that you have because we all have them um so that that that's the first thing that i want to say to you um in in hopefully working to i mean i hope that for you in the process of working toward that wholeness for yourself you'll be able to really um I think your first order of business is pursuing self-love like unconditionally. 
And I know that that's something that's easier said than done. And I, I really wish that there was like a, a step-by-step way that I could tell you to go about that process. Um, but I don't think that it is uh, that there's a, a, a model or a formula that um, you you have to, you know, follow or adopt in order to get to that place. I think it starts with you first figuring out what the source of um, your issues with yourself are and then working backwards to address them. And it's not going to be an easy process, but it's definitely a process that you can um, do. Um, and I don't think there's any shame in you seeking the help of somebody that you trust, somebody who who, you know, is skilled in helping you to to um, helping you to, you know, navigate this process. So um, I think I uh, and as far as OK. Um, so I would say my, my what I would suggest you to do is kind of. Um, take the steps that you need to take to do the work on yourself whatever that means for you, whether that be reaching out to someone that you trust, um, talking to a professional about it, or even just, you know, doing some self-reflection. I don't think there's any um, thing wrong with, with those things. Um, you know, whichever, whichever one works best for you. As far as your uh, best friend and his, um, his thoughts about your weight, um, I think you did the, I really, okay. Men are stupid. Yes. <laughs> okay. They're like dumb. immediately. That's the yes. first, you literally snatched the words out of my mouth, sis. Like I was like, you can never, ever, ever. One thing that you can never do is, um, like you have to define certain things for yourself. Don't let somebody else's opinions of you, however they express them, whether it be vocally directly to you or about you or in reference to you or implied towards you, you don't let none of that stuff shape how you see yourself. And I know that's easier said than done because we learn a lot about ourselves from the people that are around us, but men are really stupid. They're dumb. They're foolish. They say foolish shit. They don't think about it and they just blurt things out like vomit. So I, I agree with everything that, that would have, that was all of my advice. Everything that Kia said, um, first and foremost, you've got to, like she said, two, two broken people can't come together and make a whole person. Y'all just going to be sitting there with uh, one blind person and one deaf person and that does right. not make a whole person that just makes two crippled ass people <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying bumping into so, shit <laughs> yeah that's it just like destroying the house right. like you can't do that you have to you have to definitely work on yourself and I do 100% also agree and I'm not trying to I'm, I don't mean to sound like a parrot but being a being a 27 year old virgin is there's nothing wrong with that not one at thing at all there's not nothing thing. wrong with that my mother always told me you are going to forever remember the person that you lose your virginity to forever remember that like do not take that lightly and i didn't and you know even all through high school when i had friends and there are other girls who were having sex like it just wasn't that big of a deal for me and I, those words were always instilled in me so at this point now you've gotten so you haven't met the person who you felt you wanted to get give that gift to you know what i'm saying right and you need to be 
happy about the fact that you've been able to hold on to that and you really are saving that for somebody who truly deserves it. You don't need to feel ashamed for that. There's nah. nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Perspective so, is everything. Back to, you know, we talk about that a lot, but like, I think um, some, I have a friend who always challenges me to consider the perspective from that I, that I take in looking at different issues in my life or scenarios or experiences in my life. Mm-hmm. And, I would challenge you to, you know, I'm not, I'm not telling you what to do here. And if you don't feel this way, that's completely fine. But I would just challenge you to take some time to think about, okay, spin it, spin it. Think about spinning some of the situations that you've had. And I, I do, this is something that I do for myself. So just like today, when I was stuck in the airport and my flight was delayed and I didn't go home, I wasn't going to get home at the time that I was, um, expecting to get home I could have sat there in the same spot pissed about you know the thing you know how a life today worked out but instead I took the I tried to to take the initiative on seeing the situation differently um and I tried to, to take the time I had some extra time so I walked around the terminal thankfully uh, you know, I had on, you know, comfortable shoes and I had time to burn. So I was walking around the terminal, was able to find a comfortable spot for me to do what I had to do for the rest of the day. And I'm not comparing those two situations, but just giving you an example of like, you know, instead of thinking about it like, oh, man, you know, I'm 27 year old, 27 years old and I've never been in a relationship or I'm still a virgin and that makes me bad. Think about oh. it like I'm so special. That maybe I am being kept like I will not I will not put up with anybody who thinks that I am less than perfect. (laughs) And Mm. think about all of the other friends that you have, all the family members that, you know, are dealing Mm. with no count, useless, worthless, completely awful God. A god awful terrible people because you know who have you know not not for any fault of their own or maybe because of their own you know terrible decisions but just think about it as you are being kept from some of that from that some of that stuff you are you could be out here contracting diseases you could be out here knocked up and Word. you know, with with the with the child that you that you may not be ready for at this time, you could or, be out here spending your money on somebody who is taking full advantage of you. You using you, your car when you at work. Listen, like there's so many of us. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, no. Go ahead. There's go so ahead. there's so maybe not myself. <laughs> maybe myself. <laughs> there, you know, sometimes you look at your at your, at your little list and you'd be like, mm, he don't count. You don't have to ever do that. <laughs> You never have to have a he don't count. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never have to have that invisible nigga ever. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. He's so grateful for that. Like, there's you a, have. There's <laughs> always, there's always a, 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 there's always a, a way that you can spin your situation. Perspective. It's really, that's really what it boils down to. So I would, I would encourage you and admonish you. Don't think of it as, you know, this young man. This is somebody, think about it as like you dodged a bullet. You know what I'm saying? This is somebody that you cared about and you thought that this could have been something, but he opened his mouth that fateful day and showed you (laughs) that (laughs) he was was not the person that you thought that he was. And although it sucks, this is also an occasion for you to be like, this could have happened. 
you know, four years and two children down the line, I could have shared my, this nigga could have been sharing my credit. He could have ruined my life. Like there are, Mm. there are things, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't want to hold it against him entirely. He probably has some growing to do on his own. And I'm sure this was a valuable lesson for him to, to learn when he should and should not speak the things that are, he's thinking in his, in his mind. Um, (laughs) But at the same time, you know, we're talking about you right now. So again, Perspective. perspective try try to think about this in a way that um you know really centers you as the special valuable person that you are That's and it. you being 27 and and throw all of that girl listen to me closely throw all of that all my friends are getting married all my friends are in relationships you can throw in that, la basura throw that into the nearest trash receptacle. <laughs> like it. literally, you can throw all of that because and not the recycle bin. Because baby, don't nobody want no, none of that. Don't pick it don't back up again. Like, throw it away. You have to realize that what is well, I don't want to say you have to realize. For me, I'll say this. I don't want nothing that's not for me. That's it. I don't want and so so if all of my friends are getting married, that's amazing. That's for them right now. What's for me right now is working on being the best Kia I know how to be. That might mean that I might I might need to learn how to, you know, like we were saying last week, go to the movies by myself and buy a blue raspberry slushie and get my life. That might mean that I'm, I might need to go to the gym more. That might, need, might mean that I need to, you know, be more diligent about, uh, you know, my schedule for cleaning my house. So I'm not cleaning my house at three o'clock in the morning like a crazy person anymore. <laughs> that might mean that I might need to be, you know, a better professional at work. I need to be a stronger writer. I need to be a better podcaster. That might, there are so many other things that I could be doing as far as the goals that I have set for, the, set for myself, the things that I've prayed for that, you know, maybe it's just not my season for other, other things. So you also don't, have to like, you gotta no, no, redirect go your energy. Yeah. You, you gotta redirect your energy. You have to take all that time that you're sitting and you're thinking about how upset you are that you're a 27 year old virgin and you haven't been in a relationship and what all the people are doing around you. Folk, start trying to find the things that make you happy. Like mm-hmm. try, start trying to find the things that are going to be useful to you, that are going to fulfill your life every day. And if you don't know what those are right now, because you've been focusing on those negative things, don't beat yourself up for that because we all get in a place like that. Just know that you need to redirect your attention and your energy to something more positive. You know what I'm saying? For myself lately, if we were just going to use an example, because I got things that I want to work on, too trying to work out more. You know what I'm saying? Do a little yoga, bring some peace in my life. I always laughed at people who journal and I still do. Me and Fran, Fran always <laughs> makes fun of me because I hate feelings. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? Journaling, like, especially when I'm in a place where I'm not feeling, I'm not, in, I'm not feeling great. And then also when I'm in a place where I'm feeling really great, putting that down on paper and being able to go back and reflect on that, that's, that's key. And those are things that can help to push you into a, a more positive place. And then like Kia said, don't be embarrassed to go seek professional help. Um, if you don't feel like you want to do it face to face, you can try Talkspace. You can Where? find um, codes on both the read and um, and the friend zone. So you can try to go that route or you can look for somebody who might be able to recommend a good therapist to you. But don't be ashamed uh, if you need to go talk to somebody to help you kind of figure out how to organize those thoughts and feelings and, and how to redirect them in a different place. If you don't feel like you can do it yourself. But as far as about that nigga, like, don't even worry about him. He's an idiot. 
He's going to realize it. You just focus on making yourself a better person. And we know that you're going to get there. Thanks for writing. Absolutely. In Dizzle Need. Okay. Our next uh, Honesty Box letter begins. It says, hey, ladies, Destiny Child. (laughs) Why is it that? Okay, never mind. I love the show so much and it gives me life on my prep and drive to work on Tuesdays. I'm not sure if this is an Honesty Box question. I'm sorry. Hold on, because somebody's doing a lot outside with (laughs) unnecessarily. Like, there's no race course anywhere near here. Hello, Brooklyn. How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) anyway go ahead okay i'm not sure if this is the honesty box question or a kitchen table talk suggestion but here it goes i'm 23 years old and after graduating last year i have been i have been having trouble finding a job in the business career field that my degree is in so in order to pay these bills i have been working two part-time jobs one of the jobs is an office assistant for an education nonprofit organization that helps low-income students outside the classroom to help them succeed inside the classroom and go on to college. And I love it so much so that I have been inspired to go back to school to get my master's in education. And I'm excited. However, I feel a little crazy that I spent four years and have all this debt for a degree and career aspiration that I am now changing to pursue something um, else. And it makes me sometimes second guess this move. I get inspired and passionate when I talk about my plans for graduate school and working in education to help young black kids who look like me. I'm asking for your thoughts, tips, and advice on my feelings. And for my good Dr. Siskia, if there are any tips or advice for graduate school. And please keep me in your prayers as I take as I prepare to take this GRE in November. Um, that is, uh, oh, love Shay. Oh, Shay, girl. Um... Sis, do you have any thoughts for Shay? Um, first of all, so many people have student loans. All of this. us. Most like, of us, I should say. Most everybody that I know. Mm-hmm. Like, most everybody I know has student debt. Um, Sally Mae is a bitch. So, mm, terrible. don't beat yourself up for that. I know mm. we constantly use that phrase, don't beat yourself up, but it... It's so applicable, like in so many facets of your life, including this, you are doing something that not only is going to benefit our community as a people, but also that you feel good about. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not all the time that you hear somebody say that they feel fulfilled in what they're doing. They get inspired. They get passionate about what they're doing. And that's really what it's all about. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, there was somebody who was in our graduation announcements who said that he changed his major and all that. I changed my major like 75 times, mm-hmm. literally. I Like I did not know what I wanted to do with myself. And half, and half the time, I still don't know what I want to do with myself. <laughs> so the fact that you are in a field already, even while in school, that that you get inspired about. You get to use those words. I get inspired and passionate when I talk about my plans for graduate school to help young black kids like that. I think that's a beautiful thing. So try to continue to focus on that. And then maybe down the line, you know what I'm saying? Don't worry about your student loans right now. Right now you got to focus on your education, like the burden babies, Mm -hmm. but why you still have the chance, why you still have the time, (laughs) sweep them to the side. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's the best advice, but that's what I got for you right now because Stressing yourself about it while you're is going to take away the joy of, of something so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So 
do that. And then later on, when you actually do get into the field that you want to work in and you are doing everything that you have been so excited about doing, set yourself up a budget and a payment plan and keep it pushing. Like bills happen every day, B, and (laughs) there's nothing we can do about it. Student loans happen every day. They're going to continue to happen. Everybody's going through it. There are people who are 45 and still playing student loans. And we'll be continuing to pay them. Until Until they're 82, like forever. And that's just not forever, but you know what I mean. That's just the bottom line. Everything that Jay said, I would also like to add on this little tidbit in that, you know, we always feel like, maybe because we're socialized to think this way, but we think that college and our careers that follow our education are always going to be linear pathways. Mm-hmm. That is a lie from the very pit of hell. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that I'm going to use some words, okay? So don't be afraid. This is the thing that just came to my mind. I would like to disabuse you of the notion <laughs> that, that you're going to be able to go from point A to point B to point C in your life because that is just not the case. Um, and I, I would... I would Uh, encourage you to think about all of your life experiences, especially college. Like your degree is not, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a one way ticket to a career in the field that you got your degree in. Think about your degree as like, uh, this is why I used to tell my students when I was advising. College is, is a place where you are, you have a, think of your, your college experience is a basket and you just navigating with this basket and every class that you take, every course, uh, you know, your major, your minor, all of your experience, there are tools that you're putting into this ba- basket. And this basket is going to carry, you're going to carry this basket with you throughout the rest of your life. So it's not necessarily that, you know, if I have an accounting degree, I have to get a job in accounting. Or if I have this degree in theater that I have to go work on the stage. If I have this marketing degree that I have to go, you know, work in advertising or I have to work in PR or whatever. I think that think about it as like you're just getting different toolkits and whatever, whatever tools and skills that you have in in your in your basket. Like they may some may work for right now and some may Mm -hmm. be for later. You know what I'm saying? So like the bigger, the more you go to school, the more experiences you get, the more jobs you work, the more internships you have, the more research experiences you have. You're just making your basket bigger and bigger. That's going to give you options. It makes your, it makes your, um, it makes you have, like you have more instead of less. Your, your options are, are more varied. They're not, you know, you know, just, you know, it's not this very small, limited, uh, group of experiences Mm -hmm. so you never know sis like you're going to get this master's in education so that you can continue to help the kids who's to say after you get your master's and you work for a little while that you don't decide that you want to start your own nonprofit organization or you want to start your own llc or you want to start your own corporation you want to start your own scholarship fund and then you can use all of the, the the skills in your tool basket from your business administration degree when you have to be out here running a business of your own um so nothing is wasted that's that was a really long way of saying, you know, nothing, nothing is wasted. What no. you have, the experiences that you have right now, 
um, and, and what you've learned in your undergrad career, they're going to serve you at some point, even though you may not be working at a desk job um, on Wall Street. This is something like Jay said, you're passionate about and you will find a way to utilize all the knowledge and experience that you have within your passion. That find that that's going to work for and you're only 23. So yeah, there, you have endless possibilities to be able to figure out what's going to work best for you. And the fact that you're already so passionate about what you want to do and you're so inspired by what you want to do and you know what you want to do so early in this game, you, you're going to tear it up because at this point now you ain't got nowhere to go but to figure out what exactly. you want to do within within that within that that little that bubble. You know what I'm saying? Within that working with kids and whatnot. So like Kia said, you could start your own business. You could, there could, there are so many possibilities. You can help other people who want to start businesses. You could be a consultant. You could, you like, you can um, help people write grants. Like there are so many things that you can do. So many people may, you know, you might find someone who wants to start a, a, a organization, but they don't have that knowledge in business administration or, or, you know, the skills that you have. So they might need you and they might need your help. Um, mm-hmm. So there the you have a bevy of options available to you. You're 23 years old. You have plenty of time um, and you're working. So don't think that you're wasting any time. You know, we, we tend to think that if we're not making eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year, that it doesn't count. It does count. It Every does. job that I've had, the ones that paid me peanuts and the ones that line my pockets appropriately, all of them brought me to the place where I am right now. So, you know, even for those students who are out there and then, you know, they feel like they're working these jobs that have nothing to do with their degree, you know, you are doing what you're supposed to do. You're working, you know what I'm saying? Um, and you're paying your bills. You're doing what you have to do because in addition to working to fulfill our passions, we work to survive. So you're not wasting your time. It's just a matter oh. of finding out how to um, realize your passions in a way that you can live off of them. And that's not necessarily a linear process that looks the same for everybody. So Absolutely. you just have to be real creative in how you figure out how you're going to get there. Um, and there's no race, there's no time, you know, I'm, I'm a whole, a whole f- uh, 11 years older than you, Shay. And I still don't know <laughs> for sure if I am, am, you know, exactly where I'm supposed to be, but I'm showing up every day and, um, doing the, the job that I have right now until it's time for me to do the next job. I'm gonna put something in, per- in perspective for you. I went from nursing to environmental engineering and... <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> to sociology and human services, to working a multitude of market jobs in marketing, um, strategic marketing, advertising, um, in the forms of project and production management, and I am a chef. So, right. like your path, like Kia said, it's never going to go from A to B to C. Like sometimes you go from A to to Y to hell, then back to D. You know what I'm saying? You you find your way along the way, but you you will always figure out eventually what's going to work best for you. And that's going to include bumps, but and it's going to be a journey and it's a fun journey and it's a learning journey. And you're going to be able to have those experiences. So you already have such a grasp just by you knowing what you want to do. So you have so many, so many possibilities from here of what you can do with that. So cherish that and try not to stress yourself to death. And don't worry about student loan at student debts, whatever the fuck, whatever you it's called. You want to pay them off one month at a time, just like Girl, everybody else. At like, 23, like literally. I would be rolling around in my student dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Posted them on Instagram if it was, if it existed back then, like. 
You look at this student money. <laughs> like, listen, just focus on doing your work and, you know, accumulating wealth. And you'll always <laughs> have the means to pay your bills if you focus on grinding. You know what I'm saying? Like if you always working, you always going to have what you need to pay your bills. Don't let don't let this looming. And believe me, trust me, hear me. I know all about overwhelm. You are talking to somebody who has I have refused to look at the principal balance for my student loans for the last three years because I know (laughs) I know that it's something that is going to just completely just weaken me. Like I'm just going to take me right out. I'm going to fall to my to my knees when I actually see the number. <laughs> so that's why I just stay away from it. I pay the I pay the I pay my monthly bill, but I'm just like, girl, do you want to know what your balance is? I do not. Like, no. I don't. So I'm just no. telling you because don't let that because my focus right now is I'm just grateful that I can pay these monthly payments. Amen. And then if I just focus on grinding and and working these three jobs that I got and doing all the work that I have to do right now, I know that eventually an opportunity is going to present itself where I'm going to be able to just pay these loans. They're just not going to be a problem for me. They're going to get paid. It's, it's God's business now. It's not mine. Like get your clip get your clips on. Listen, okay? So, yeah, girl, you can do it, Shay. Grinding. <laughs> exactly. You can <laughs> you and you are you are in a good place. Go ahead and take this GRE. I need you to dance on it. You got plenty of time now. I need you to get your app. What what helped me do with the GRE is I got the little vocabulary app and I would look at them flashcards. They there's an app, I don't know the exact name of it. I have to like think about it. Tweet me and then I'll I'll um try to figure out exactly which app I use, but they are GRE verbal um, flashcards that you can get an app on your phone um, and you can get your, uh, just kind of help you kind of remember the GRE words and take practice tests and find a study group. If you can't afford um, to get some test prep help, from like Kaplan or Princeton Review or something, that'll probably be helpful too. There's also lots of free programs. So reach back out to your undergrad institution to see if they can hook you up with that. Um, But yeah, take your GREs, dance on them because, you know, since you have a student loan debt from undergrad, don't, um, don't go to a, a graduate program that's not offering you funding because we don't pay for graduate degrees. That's not what we do. That's not what the Lord said do. All right. Listen to so, it. Listen uh-huh. to it. <laughs> Listen, so um, make sure that you do your thing on your GRE so that you can get a, an amazing score. You can have a competitive application and they will fund you for this master's degree. And then you go ahead and live your life like it's golden, sis. You got it. That's it. I hope you listen to all of that. Rewind it back if you need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So. The last one. Hi, Jade and Kia. First of all, let me start off by saying I love your show. I'm 23 years old and graduated oh, college exactly one year ago. Right? Everybody's 20, the 23 <laughs> Club. Um, and congratulations on graduating college last year. Yay. But I feel right at home with every piece of information you both have to offer. I have a question, but please don't use my name on air because I've recommended your podcast to a lot of my friends. Aww. And they're all weekly listeners now. You can call me V. Okay. Here's the issue. After listening to your episode on situationships, which was very triggering. It was triggering for me too, sis. Yeah, it was for (laughs) everyone. I realized that I want to be in a relationship or at least be having consistent sex with someone, but I struggle to hook up with random guys. It's just not in my DNA. However, I'm not in a place both mentally and emotionally where I can get to know someone new and the guys in my past are there for a reason. 
I moved about a year ago from my job. I teach first grade in an inner city and the lives of my students and the stress of my job are really taxing on my emotions. And I already have little tolerance for BS that most guys my age are known for. I don't know anyone here and outside of the occasional outing with my coworkers, I spend 90% of my time outside of my job alone. At the same time where I am now, financially and geographically, has an expiration date as I hope to start a PhD program in two years. So that being said, my question is, should I keep swiping on all these apps, Soul Swipe, Tinder, Bumble, and OkCupid, in hopes of finding someone so I don't have to be as lonely as I am? Or should I give it a rest until I'm emotionally prepared to meet someone? Sorry if this is lengthy, but I could really use the advice. Best V. V, um, I'm going to tell you the same thing we told uh, our the first girl. Uh, it really sounds like you're, you kind of already, it sounds like you already kind of know what you need to do. Right. Like you, you inching towards it and you're in the, you're, you're, you almost got it. You almost had it, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Um, you know, you, you clearly said, should I give it a rest until I'm emotionally prepared to meet someone, which means you know that you're not emotionally prepared (laughs) right now. (laughs) You told Uh, your businesses, you told You did. You, you said it yourself. So. Knowing that and knowing all of the things that you focus on, I understand, like, I feel that 90% of your time alone, like, I get it, that that it's hard. that can get very lonely. That's mm-hmm. really, really hard. And I, I have not always been married, so don't think that I'm sitting up here talking about, well, girl, you're going to get over it. Like, I've, I've been there. Like, I have been single. I have spent a good amount of my time alone. I ate an edible one time and slept for two days <laughs> by myself. You know what I'm saying? I went to Chipotle. I ate the edible, ate the burrito. And next thing I woke up, it was Monday morning and I had to go to work. Oh my so God. it happens. It happens to all of us. All of us go through it. I think that you need to find other ways to um, occupy your time as well. That's such a recurring theme in this episode. Like you got to find things that are making you happy, sis. Um, and looking for that in someone else when you can't even find it in yourself is not where you need to begin. Um, Kia spoke last week about getting up on Saturday morning, cleaning her house, doing her face, putting on some clothes, going out, walking the mall, going to Target, running errands, like get up and do things that make you feel good. Get up and do things that that refresh you. And don't don't think that you have to find your happiness in some somebody else. Because you cannot find happiness in somebody else if you cannot find it by yourself. True tea. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have a, uh, I have uh, thoughts and feelings about the apps. Um, <laughs> I think that um, I think that apps are. I know that they are designed for lonely people, but I also feel like they can be a very dangerous place for lonely people. Um, and I think it takes a certain a certain level of self-awareness to be able to have a productive experience on the apps. So yeah. when you're lonely on the apps, you'll find yourself rationalizing niggas, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> so like, case of, give, I'll give you an example. Um, you come across the young man's page and... You start to say things like, well, he's not ugly <laughs> or, See. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, you know, you read in his uh, you read in his profile and 
you know, there are clear red flags and signs of things that, you know, are yeah. deal breakers for you. And you start to like, well, maybe he means this. Well, maybe I need to be and more maybe open. I need to be more open. And maybe I do. Like when you find yourself in a space where, um, you know, just like, I was about to say, you need to have self-awareness so that you can be able to to accurately and adequately check, you know, yourself. Yeah. Like, am I really, am I really interested in this person? Or do I just want somebody on my phone? Like, because sometimes it's the latter. Like, and it's been the yeah. latter for the both of us. So ain't nobody <laughs> judging you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you find yourself tolerating things that, you know, that's what I'm saying. The apps can be dangerous because it's literally like, you're literally like shopping for niggas like you would shop on Zappos or something. And, <laughs> and you know, you just... And you're going to put more consideration in your clothes than you do in these niggas. Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm so, saying? It's all about... So, to Jay's point, what I have found, me getting up and going out and doing things, even things as small as going to the grocery store or going to the mall or... um running errands, picking up laundry, going to the thrift store, going or even just going to the, you know, in D.C. there's tons of things to do. National Mall, the monuments, the museums, Museum. just going and being outside, the truckaroo. There's things, you know, food festivals, street fairs, getting up and going outside and doing things. That's yeah, get online and, and see what kind of activity. There yeah. is always some sort of there's, newsletter or something you, you can find. I don't care That's where it. you live. There's always something. There's something. There's always a mall. There's always something. You, I don't want to say always, go. but typically. Girl, go, go to the go hairdresser. Bowl. You know what I'm I saying? Like go bowl. Right? <laughs> like, go, just go and try to, try to find and do something. When you're out and living and doing things find restaurant week like almost every city in the world has a restaurant week and you can get uh you know discounts on meals you can look at the groupons and see what are around when you go out and when you are out living and doing things this is when you come across other people who are out and and living their lives and doing things um and that's just the bottom line. Join a church. Go to the go to the Y. Yeah. Take a Zumba class. You know what I'm saying? Like there's something that you take can a do. Dance class. Um, exactly. Get um, a bike. They got right. they got city bikes in like every city now. I think maybe not specifically city bikes, but bikes you can throw your debit card in and go ride around. Yes. Go look at some shit. Like ha- go to go happy sit in hour. nature. Go to happy hour. Go to a wine tasting. Like. Go to the library, go to the bookstore. Like when you go out and li- actually do things, that's when you bump into niggas. So I met that that's nigga a, at Wegmans. I met listen, him at Target. I met, you know what I'm saying? High key. Like, <laughs> exactly. you want to talk about meeting niggas? You want to talk about not being lonely? Girl, like, get yourself together and go sit at a bar. Like, go, go and just walk around and peruse niggas. Like, it's cool. Go. They peruse, they do they it all sure the time. And, and I mean, you can go and strike up conversations and meet all kinds of people and you can go out about your business and go with the intention of I'm going to you know do what I have to do not that I'm going trolling for niggas I'm just going to have a good time I'm just going I'm going to the mall because I heard that Aldo is having buy one get get one I'm going to this wine tasting because I heard they got a sickening red blend like I'm going I'm going (laughs) like you know what I'm saying I'm going to brunch because I heard that they got the bomb bottomless like you know what I'm saying like don't go thinking like oh I'm going to get oh that's no and then sometimes you know what I'm saying a lady likes to get dressed up and wants to go flirt and whatnot you know 
know, I get it. Like it's yeah. real. You know what I'm saying? So in those cases, get dressed up and go flirt with some niggas and then go home and don't look, stop looking at your home like a prison. Right. Don't look at it like a lonely place. A like sanctuary. Make your, that's another thing. Make your home, your home. Get I some love it. plants. I love it here. Get some rocks, get some, some art for the walls. You know what I'm saying? Get a throw for your couch, mm-hmm. get some throw pillows, get some big fluffy pillows for your couch. You know what I'm saying? Get you a fire stick. And so, you know, when you come home, be like, I'm in my safe space. I can take a shower. I can use my oils. Mm-hmm. Now I can sit on my couch with my with my pillows. You get your pillows cheap. Go get them from the home goods. Girl. Give yourself a facial. Like I love when I'm home by Listen, myself. Listen, you don't know. That's what my problem is. I got the the alternative problem. I don't like to go yeah. nowhere because I love to be here. <laughs> And that's why I don't really meet as many people as I probably could because when the girls ask me to go out, I'd be like, but girl, you know, Iyanla, come on tonight. <laughs> like, and I'm busy. I'm booked, honey. I got to, I'm booked. I got a Ben Tonight clay mask I got to put on my face. So just do the things that make you, ha- just do the things that make you happy. Go get, some, go get some activated charcoal, play around it with some coconut oil. Girl. Give yourself, give yourself an activated charcoal mask, wash it off, fill your skin, feel supple, shave your legs. You know yes. what I'm saying? Shave your legs. Cause you feel good. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Get you some pajamas that match and not because nobody's <laughs> going to see them, but because you just feel good wearing them. Yes, you girl. know, I had some pajamas with a little piping and a little button up in the front and Treat they were shorts. Up. I used to call them my mad men pajamas and they made me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I look like Don Draper out this hoe. So like, just do things that make you feel good. And, um, and all when you that start stuff will come. making you feel good, it'll all fall into place. Yes. Like it all falls into place. So, yeah. I mean, so that's it. Yeah. That's oh. how we feel. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really the long and the short of it. Um, it is 1.15 a.m. So mm. <laughs> we, we are going to move right into our petty peeves. Petty peeves. Why do I do that? Because I know Ty is messy. He's going to put that right in the show. <laughs> messy boots. Ugh, he's irritating. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Pass the peeves like we used to do. Yes, indeed. It's time for Petty Peeves, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's favorite part of the show where we put our pettiness on parade. You ready, sis? I am. You want to go first? Um, no, actually, I want to hear yours. Okay. Um, so I actually have, it's like a double fold. It's like a double fold, two fold one, I should say. I, uh, so this is for the Lyft and Uber drivers of America. You're going to be talked about all the time. (laughs) Indeed. Because some of you do interesting things. I, I believe that. As the driver, you know, you're offering a service and you should check in with, you know, the person who you are serving, um, your passenger, um, to kind of, you know, gauge his or her preferences for the ride. Um, That being said, you know, you should check in about things like temperature. Um, You should check in about things like music selection. Okay. Mm, 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 I was in an mm. Uber today and I was in a lift actually. And the driver took me with him into the quiet storm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, such sad and 
<laughs> dreadful love songs. My Lots of Shirley Murdoch. <laughs> no, it was like it was like um the choir summer. It was like Midnight Love. <laughs> oh, it was like we went from um like Secret Garden Maxwell. <laughs> To, uh, I don't even know, child. But you know, I don't really use Maxwell, so all of the songs oh. are just like uh, really, like at all. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I just have really? never like been able, nothing. I've never seen it. And no Urban Hang Suite. Mm-mm. No like, Embria. I've never seen like the the Saints would go up for Maxwell, and I would be the only one at the show. Like, hmm. Maxwell uh-huh. lost his power like Samson when he cut his hair. Like that's how that's my log- my theory on it. I have just never um, seen the Maxwell light. I don't even know what song it was. Hmm. I put it on my Snapchat. If you saw my snaps today, then you know exactly what I'm talking about because <laughs> I use Snapchat to chronicle this red, wretched, dreadful experience. Um, he has the best Snapchat ever. I'm trying to way. figure out what the song was. I just don't care about it, so I don't even. Um, it's just my memory just did not hold on to it. Uh, we went from there to India Ari though. God, I hate and her. And then we went from <laughs> India Ari to Flowetry. I was just like, oh, oh, yodeling. What on <laughs> earth? Like why? <laughs> and you know, he there was. Then it was like old school Kelly Price. Like, I was just like, I just don't know. Oh God. You know, I've had a long day. I don't necessarily want to go with you into this emotional place that she you're in. She was a friend of mine. Like <laughs> ooh. It was like so I really want a peaceful ride, sir. And Kelly Price is not giving like, it to me. I just I can't. It was a lot. Um, so that's my petty peeve. That was one of them. Secondly, the the, the I mean the the another thing that you should check in, you should be just be cognizant of. You should be cognizant of the aroma of your vehicle. Oh my God! You're like please. These 13 black ices that you got hanging from the rearview mirror, it's giving me a headache. I mean, it makes me literally nauseous. But this young man, it, it wasn't car air freshener. This young man had purchased some Axe. Mm. <laughs> and when I tell you that he had went to town with this Axe, and I have <laughs> some feelings about grown people who wear Axe, because I'm of the belief that Axe is for children. I don't, I yeah. just... I just don't think that grown men should be wearing acts. And I'm so sorry if I'm offending your husbands and fathers, but I just can't. I can't. I feel like acts is for kids. Dreadful smell. So I just, I've just never come across acts that smelled pleasant. I just, it smells like a boy who just got out of gym class. Like Like, literally. And it smells like sweaty under, it smells like underarms. Like you, and you're trying to mask the musk of your, like, of, of your, your view not washing. It doesn't smell good. And especially when you, in excess if you use half the can then you've already done entirely too much um and i just feel like like i said i said on snapchat i said if you are over the age of 22 you have a job you have more than a hundred dollars in your bank account you ain't got no business buying x okay let me tell you something i don't care how much money you have because soap doesn't cost anything and you know niggas love irish spring i don't know what it is about irish spring but niggas love it there's also yeah, niggas that's from my, my past petty i'm sure that's petty i don't care <laughs> that young man had me in that car and i was just trapped he accosted water is me. just fine he accosted me with that dreadful axe mouth and it just smelled like moldy church basement in there and <laughs> he was playing these neo soul tunes i really was just yeah. miserable and i couldn't take it and that's I hate Lyft, though. Oh, I don't. I don't God. like Lyft. 
I don't. Well, I don't do like to use cigarette them. burns in their car. I know, I get it, but you know. But um, yeah. I mean, he yeah, was nigga picking me up in his cousin's car. I'm like, oh. I mean, he was. I mean, he was a nice <laughs> enough person. His car was clean. It just smelled funny. But I think that was because he smelled funny. Um, but yes, shout out to uh, all the Lyft drivers of America. Please be conscious of the things that I have, have I have uh, discussed in my petty peeve. And you guys let me know what your Lyft driver experiences are. I know we have a bunch of petty peeves in the email. We're saving those for something saving. special. So mm. please be patient with us. We we will we are not ignoring your emails. We appreciate you for sending them. But that's my petty peeve, sis. What's yours? Mine's uh, pretty simple. Um, there are very there's a few things in this world that make me irrationally angry. Um, I recognize that one of them is when somebody texts me and says, "Hey, I cannot stand that. <laughs> Don't text me." I'm gonna hey. do it tomorrow. Like, <laughs> like when I see "Hey," I want to see three dots following underneath, meaning you're getting ready to come up with something else. <laughs> Don't text me, hey, because you're never going to get a response. Oh I'm God. never going to text you back. Oh like, God. I cannot stand that with every being in my bone. Don't text me, hey. <laughs> you need to follow up with. <laughs> like, you need to put a dot, 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 put in a little ellipses. What if I just wanted to greet you? I don't have anything to say. I just wanted just, to say hello. You, then you would say, hey, sis, didn't want nothing. Just want to say hello. <laughs> like, don't type me, hey. Oh <laughs> And that's literally my petty peeve, the pettiest of all. <laughs> Indeed. That is very petty. <laughs> but I'm not mad. But You're I hate entitled. it. You're entitled. <laughs> yes. And so, that, yes. That's it. Oh, also, I'd like to shout out Melania Trump for swatting away Donald Trump's hand today in Israel. I want to thank her for that. And just like my grandma said, I wish she had swatted his face. <laughs> <laughs> I showed my grandma the video this morning. She was like, she should have swatted his face. I said, she ain't that it? Come on. She don't like him. I don't like him neither. And she you know said, what? That's but I don't have a contract sis. Don't touch my I don't I don't have no I don't have no sympathy for her though. No, she's getting got, paid very not. well for the job that she's doing. Ain't I ain't got let me tell you what I don't have. Sympathy for her. None. Let don't me have tell you it. what I ain't got. <laughs> let me tell you what I don't have. Anyway. Thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of Getting Grown with Jaden Kia. This is episode nine. We're going to have something. We're trying to figure out something special to do for episode 10 because it's 10 whole episodes. Um, this. We are just beyond excited that you guys are still rolling with us. Thank you guys for listening. Our view, our listens are still on and popping. Y'all are commenting. Y'all are tweeting. Y'all are sending us these emails. Um, um, now that graduation season is rolling down, if you... Winding down. If you have a graduation announcement you want us to shout out, please send it. If not, feel free to continue to send us shout outs to your sisters and loved ones and friends and cousins for other fabulous things that they're doing. Um, whether it be starting businesses or reaching goals or whatever, let us know. If if some know what's going own, on. If their own businesses, if they're you know planning fancy events, just let us know what's going on. We would love to continue to shout you guys out. Um, and keep the kitchen table talk, um, suggestions and honesty box questions coming as well. Um, Absolutely. Uh, we, we get so many petty peeves, um, tons of graduation announcements, but if there are things that you guys want to talk about, uh, at the kitchen table, then please feel free to email us at getting grown podcast at gmail.com. Indubitably. That's it guys. We're going to bed because it's late. We love you and we'll see you next week. 
Drink your water. Um, and mind your business and moisturize because your black will crack if it's dry. Bye. Bye.